Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I was in Glenmire because I went down to St. Stephen's Hospital. And why did I go down to St. Stephen's Hospital? I went down to St. Stephen's Hospital to catch up the latest on the Ona Cora story. This one is not going away. There's only 11 people left. There was 19, I think, there when we started talking about this last summer when the HSE announced that they were closing down Ona Cora. There's now 11 left. And yesterday, a delegation from the Joint Committee on Health, the Erectus Joint Committee on Health, came to Cork, where they met senior HSE officials. They did a tour of Onacora, the centre itself. And then they met with management and staff of HSE, some of the very senior staff involved in the Onokura uh, operation. And then they went to see St. Stephen's Hospital, which is where HSE believes some of the Onokura residents could be placed going forward. And afterwards, I met them. I met Anessa Harrigan, who is a Green Party TD, but she's also an architect. And I met, also I met Senator Francis Black and Deputy Pat Buckley. And I met them last evening in Sarsfield's court after that series of meetings. Let you hear that next. 0818 96 96 96. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. With the Cork City Marathon. Take on your next challenge this June by running solo or with a team. Register at CorkCityMarathon.ie Simon Murdoch and the best music mix. Weekdays from midday on Cork's 96FM. I've got some concert tickets for you to win on today's show. Plus, I speak to one of the biggest pop stars of the 90s. We're travelling back in time and everything you want on the radio to fly you through the day. See you from 12 here on Cork's 96FM. Collect.ie, clutter gone in a click. I hear you can get anything collected. We sure can. Okay, so. Can you collect a toaster, a fridge, a lawnmower, 12 printers, a broken bathtub, a back door, and a cracked aquarium? Of course, no problem at all. All right. Collect with a K. Can you collect a washing machine, three wardrobes, a wheelbarrow, a six-piece garden furniture set, and a World War II tank? Bit weird, but sure, we can get anything collected. All rubbish, great and small. When you think waste, think collect. Our partners provide metal skips, skip bags, or a two-man-in-a-van junk removal service. With Collect.ie, your clutter is gone in a... 
Dundeal has the largest range of electric vehicles in Ireland from Ireland's trusted premium car dealerships. That's why you will find Newmarket Motors Volkswagen on Dundeal. Stop by Newmarket Motors Volkswagen's showroom on Dundeal today and connect with them for great deals on electric vehicles. Dundeal, for electric vehicle deals to feel great about from Ireland's trusted car dealerships. We all know a great night's sleep is vital for our well-being. We spend one third of our lives in bed, so a good mattress is crucial. Swan Beds recommends for a better night's sleep, replacing your mattress every eight years. A better sleep means a better you. Replace every eight at Swan Beds, Cork's only exclusive bed store, because your sleep is important to us. Shh, it's a Swan Bed. It's been 99 years of community, passion and football. Now, Cork's 96FM is proud to be the official media partner to Cove Ramblers FC to help them celebrate their centenary year. The street fleet will be there across the season supporting the team. Get the family ready for great nights of football and fun. For centenary year season tickets, see coveramblers.ie. With Corks 96 FM. Can we just talk? The Opinion Line with PJ Coogan. Text or WhatsApp now. 083-396-9696. On Corks 96 FM. So, Nasa Harrigan, whom we spoke a few months ago about this, you hadn't had a chance to view it, not with your politician's hat on, but your architect's hat on. What conclusion have you reached, having walked around Onakura today? We can rebuild it. I, I, I have to say, it was so worth coming down. I've been, you know, it's not the same to do Google Maps or to look at drawings. It's a very valuable site. I'll start with that, first of all. That site is very valuable. It's well-serviced. It's close to everything. There's a dentist, there's the doctors, there's the pharmacy, there's super value, there's spa. Like, if you asked me, and and obviously I'm not an expert in mental health, I actually do happen to be an expert in um, healthcare design. Uh, If you asked me, what kind of a site should you have for people who, you know, need 24-hour residential, highly serviced care, where where would you put that? That's Onakura. That's that site. The HSE insists it is beyond repair in its present form I completely disagree so first of all they are citing the the smaller rooms and issues around asbestos as a reason to close this site now we all know in Ireland that the HSE and healthcare buildings in general we have a poor building stock and if you applied those standards to most of our building stock to most of our healthcare facilities you'd actually be closing a lot of them down not just Onakura you'd be closing down hundreds of beds around the country so first of all that doesn't stack up second of all if anyone knows the Onakura site as I now do having come down here it's, um, it's a square site with four, four bays, four wings. Now, there's a theory in healthcare design called um, horizontal evacuation, and it means that, let's say there's a fire or something, you can move people around the building, so you don't have to take them out of the building. There's, that building is low occupancy now. There's 11 people in there. It's a huge building. You could literally rebuild it wing by wing and move people around that building. That would be possible. Even taking the asbestos into account? Listen, you could retrofit it and remove out all the, the, all the asbestos. You could also l- physically rebuild every single wing of that building from scratch if you so chose and that that was the, um, that was the cost-benefit way of doing it. And you know what? If, if they don't have the expertise down here, 
I, I'm actually going to offer the HSE. I'm going to write to them tomorrow. I'm going to offer my Easter week. Um, I used to be paid very highly to do this. I'm going to offer my Easter week to go through with them. How you would how would you achieve that? How do you build wing by wing a phase construction where you redo a building? Because it is possible. And now that I've seen it, I can tell you that it's a choice to close down Owen Akura. The building is not reason enough. The, the service is working. The service is incredible. The people are so happy there. You've no idea. I had a man today... Tell, tell me that he had been there for a few years but that Middleton was his home that it was his homeland and then he burst into tears mm. to take that man out of Middleton is not good enough and I'm telling you right now we could do something with that building you mentioned the word retrofit it is a buzzword at the moment your own party is in government they want us all to retrofit our homes and our buildings you could actually make this a retrofit project for the HSE there's literally no building that you can't retrofit but in this case you're talking about a single story building that's done in the 1970s it's as close to Lego as you can get and you can retrofit those buildings if you look at projects in Dublin where they've had you know kind of um, social housing uh, blocks which are five or six stories if they can retrofit those buildings they can certainly retrofit this very well laid out single story building of Owen Akura it is possible I'm telling you it's possible absolutely it is I think things got a little bit heated today in the course of the meetings did they I think that the people, uh, you know, the public representatives like myself and, and Senator Black and um, uh, Deputy Pat Buckley, um, Deputy David Staunton um, and Deputy Colin Burke, we all came down and I think there's a real frustration. There's a real opacity. I don't understand why this decision was made. It doesn't stack up. It's not in line with the vision for change. It's not in line with sharing the vision. It's not meaningful in terms of the services. You're going to leave East Cork with absolutely no 24-hour beds of this nature and very little respite care for people who have mental health difficulties. And that doesn't make sense. So what is really going on here? That is the question, isn't it? That is the question, because after months now of mental health committee sessions, health committee sessions, I can't tell you how many PQs that myself and Councillor Liam Quaid have put forward, um, letters to the Public Accounts Committee, I still don't understand why was this decision made? What is going on? And what's going to happen to this extremely valuable site in the centre of Middleton? Can I bring in uh, Senator Francis Black, who is also here today. We're here in this car park, it's in Stephen's Hospital. You've walked around a ward, which HSE says is the alternative. Mm-hmm. Isn't it the same? It's not the same. And for us, myself and NASA meeting the families today and the residents who all say they want to stay in Middleton in Onakora, I think for me, to be honest with you, it's a really powerful model because those fa- those residents are really integrated into Middleton. They go down to their local shoe shop, they go down to the local supermarket, they go to the dentist, they go to the doctor. You know, last night, one of the, one of the residents told me that he went to the local folk club and had a lovely night. It was the first time since COVID restrictions are lifted you know and that's powerful it's not like you know what you imagine kind of a residential to be, to, to be it's a home it's actually a home for those residents it's like a family you know all the nurses who are in there are like their family all the other residents are all their families they're so happy there and I think that's what myself and NASA and Pat and Colin Burke and, 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 and David Staunton we saw that today with our own eyes and we met the families who were really really anxious and there was cross party agreement it must be pointed out here we stand at least 15 minutes walk on a dark country road from the nearest 
a shop. There's no comparison. No, there's no comparison to here. And, and I just feel for the residents of Onakura, they're so happy to be there. And I think again, and I have to just push that point forward, it's the integration with the local community and the welcome that they get from that community. And they've been there, some of them have been there 15 years. So my hope... Um, to be honest with you PJ is that this decision is reversed and maybe with NASA's ideas around the retrofit you know I, I feel hopeful that things might change you sang a little song for them I did sing a song well they asked me to sing a song one man said will you sing a song Francis and I did I had to so you could not refuse and they were all delighted I think they were anyway I don't know I hope they were <laughs> <laughs> Sinn Féin TD Pat Buckley is also here with me this evening Pat the HSE insists there is no other way. What's the lessons of today for you and your colleagues here? It's very simple, really, PJ. Um, we have a model of excellency in Middleton. The system is working, and we've said it in the meeting there, I can't understand why you're trying to fix something that's not broken, that we should be replicating it. Those residents in the Onakura Centre, right, that's their home. Very different to a ward or a room. It's their home. It didn't feel like a hospital setting or anything. It's a community setting. The HSC are talking about community-led and integration within the community. We've had it for years in Middleton. Mm. Even when I was a young fellow growing up, that was known as the home. Mm. And people could come in now freely. I mean, no, no, there are people inside in Middleton in the Onokara Centre. Love it. They've mm. said it's their home. They're forever home. Uh, I just It just begs belief that the HSC... You know, we'll try and fix something, as I said, that is not broken. The system is working. And the biggest fear, PJ, is... Those respite beds, long term and mm. short term, once they're gone, they're gone. And that's an awful big fear because mm. the way the HSC are spinning this, that, oh, it's 11 people left. And so once them 11 people are gone, there's nobody else going to need that help. Mm. That's not true. We need to keep those services in Onakura. And lastly, Deputy Hurricane here says that she can sit down now and she can actually draw up a plan to retrofit it using her architectural skills. That's going to be put to the HSC as well. And, and absolutely, and as I said, look, we'll work as a team because it's about one thing, preserving those services in the Onakura Centre. And I want to thank everybody that has been involved in it so far because, I said, it's people power for the people. That's the most important thing. These are real human beings, and we heard all their stories today, but we heard so much happiness inside in that centre, and to take that away from them now will actually kill them. Yeah, I met uh, Pat Buckley and Francis Black and Nasa Harrigan down in the grounds of uh, St. Stephen's yesterday evening. They'd been meeting with a very high-powered delegation from the HSE as well as meeting the families and the relatives in Onakura. They met, for example, Michael Fitzgerald, the chief officer for HSE. They met Kevin Morrison, who's the assistant head of mental health services. They met with a number of other people. What we have done this morning is we've re reached out ourselves to HSE and asked them for a statement based on what, in particular, Nessa Hurrigan is saying that there is absolutely no good architectural reason not to just fix what's wrong in, or in Onakura. Now, Maureen, we've spoke, be spoken many times before on the programme about Onakura since, since day one. You have a relative in there for quite a number of years. You attended yesterday's meetings. How did yes. you find them? Good morning. Good morning, PJ, and thanks so much. Um... Well, it was a very, very emotional meeting um, because we were there just to tell our stories of our relatives. And I think one of the things that people don't realize is that 
well, life is difficult for everyone. But when life is difficult for a person with long-term mental health issues, and then all their security is taken away in a very, very brutal fashion, and we're here in March, the closure having been announced in June, mm. and we're still no wiser as to where my brother is going to live. And just to get a little bit more personal and share some of the experiences we've had in COVID times, um, our eldest brother lost his life to COVID at the age of 59. I'm very London sorry to hear that. Marie. In January 2021. And of course, we were locked down, so we couldn't attend the funeral. Um, we couldn't see my brother for several months. And it was the staff that were there to talk to him through the early phases of the grief. Yeah. And so in June 2021, can you imagine that I get this bombshell that the centre that has saved my second brother's life is about to be shut down. And I can only describe the behaviour of the officials that we've dealt with from the HSE as utterly lacking in any humanity and utterly brutal. Because we're still in deep grief for my eldest brother. And there am I with my second brother after everything he's been through in life. And the HSE are treating him in this way. Your brother was one of the people who I was so privileged to be welcomed to Onokura last autumn. Your brother was one of the people I spoke to. He's still there. How is he? Well, you know, I mean, he has a lot of support from us, obviously. And he's being supported by the staff as well. They're still absolutely great. And it's very hard to know, in a sense, because he has an appearance of being very happy-go-lucky. But one of the things that before this announcement, he had decided he was going to give up smoking. And the next meeting that I had with him after the announcement, he was chain smoking. Mm. So the level of stress, the level of anguish, um, obviously there are things that have happened that people have been moved out very suddenly without other residents knowing. Mm. Um, You're breaking up a family down there. That's been said more than once. Totally. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? The sibling dies in very, very tragic circumstances in London. And the first people to console you are the staff. Yeah. And it's the staff are absolutely heroic. But they treat them. They treat all the residents as if they were their own family. They don't just do their job and they don't just do their job well. They actually do love them. And you see it from all the residents, how they thrive. And I've said this before, that the last 10 or 11 years that he's been there, they have been the happiest of his life. I'm paraphrasing Nasa Harrigan's words now, but what she seems to be saying very clearly, Maureen, is in terms of architecture, and she has particular expertise in healthcare architecture, Mm -hmm. in terms of architecture, there is no good reason to close this building. That's right. Yes, that's right. What do you, what do you say to, and she's prepared to write this up yeah. to the HSE in a report. What, what, what do you say to that? Well, our elected representatives have got a moral and I believe a legal duty to step in and overturn the decision. And I'm calling on Minister Buckley to do the right thing now, to stop making excuses 
and to stop sending us back to the HSE. I mean, there's a principle that you cannot be a judge in your own cause. So you can't decide the outcome mm. of a decision which you have made. So are you asking the Minister for Health, and in particular the Minister responsible for mental health, to say to the HSE, actually, guys, no, you're not selling it? Yes, that's what has to happen. And do those powers exist? It, we are demanding it. Do those powers exist? Yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. The HSE is publicly accountable. If, if you attended any of the Arctis meetings or saw them played afterwards, you might be under the illusion that they're not, but they are. And they're accountable to our elected representatives. And our elected representatives have to do the right thing now. And give us closure on this matter. Mm. Keep the centre open. Do the necessary uh, remedial work. Keep the services as well, which is absolutely essential. Because in the last meeting that we had, I was informed that if the people were moved out, that the services would be reduced. And they started talking about a high support hostel. I mean, how dare they talk about people who need lifelong residential care as residing in a hostel? Yeah. I pay a high level of tax and I would be happy to pay more, but that tax is for a purpose yeah. and it's to support people who cannot work yeah. and or cannot, you know, have got a disability of one type or another that impedes them living the life that I live, for example. So just come back to, to, to what we said there a while ago, and I just want to make it very clear, and you are, you are, you represent one resident, but, but I think you speak for all the families here with me this morning on the opinion line, based on what NASA Harrigan has said and is prepared to write up to the HSE. Yes. You are now demanding yes. of relevant ministers yes. to step in and yes. forbid the closure. Yes, and I mean... Taoiseach Michal Martin has a moral obligation to get involved here. It's absolutely outrageous what we've been put through over the last nine months. And it has to stop. We've had no response, really, from the HSE. And even my brother, in the last meeting that we had, oh, that was supposed to, um, you know, showcase this new place that they had uh, purchased, but of course... The purchase of Cargoline has been referred to the Public Accounts Committee because it seems there are a number of interests involved that are inappropriate. Mm. Well, well, we'll see what the committee makes of that in the fullness of time, I guess. Yes, um, but it is there. Um, but there is no justification for the closure. And so why would the closure go ahead? Mm. They'll stop the closure. All right. Maureen, thank you very much. Please convey my best wishes to your brother, who's a, a, lov a lovely, lovely man, as indeed all the residents I met back in the autumn time. So that's where we are with Onakura. Uh, we said when we got this last summer, when Liam Quaid, the Green Party councillor, brought it to our attention, we said we wouldn't let it go, and we're not going to. Uh, we now have the view of a professionally trained architect who also happens to be a Green Party TD. There is no good reason in architecture, to close this down. We have families demanding now that the minister step in, the relevant minister, step in and forbid the closure of Onakura. We're not letting this one go. Courts 96 FM. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.